This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University, and today I wanted to talk about a Bitcoin ETF that gets for 2069. If you don't know what that means, I encourage you to Google it. This is a family-friendly show, so we're just going to assume that we're talking about a zip code in Kentucky. But what happened is one of the Bitcoin ETFs, Bitwise, which the ticker is uh, BITB, became the first U.S. Bitcoin ETF to publish the Bitcoin addresses of its Bitcoin holdings. And it published this online so anyone can take a look at how many Bitcoin are being held in this address that's presumably backing their Bitcoin ETF. This has been a question over the past year or so. Will the Bitcoin ETFs hold enough real BTC collateral to be considered fully backed? Or are they just going to sell shares of the ETF that are backed by imaginary BTC somewhere, somewhat like the gold ETFs may be doing? Well, with the Bitwise ETF, we now have an indication this Bitcoin ETF is holding more real Bitcoin than it needs to hold because people keep sending it meme amounts of 6969 sats or 42069 sats. Sats just stands for Satoshis. There are 100 million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. So this bit, this Bitcoin ETF is actually one of the safest ETFs out there if you want to measure it based on collateralization. It's an over-collateralized ETF, meaning that they're holding more Bitcoin currently than the underlying shares even need to hold. If you want to take a look at the address, I will link to it in the description notes below. This is from mempool.space, and this address is holding approximately 12,338 Bitcoin, current value 500 and $10 million. And we can see here, if you just uh, use the search function in your browser, we can see multiple donations of 42069 sats or 6969 sats that are being sent here. Pleditor makes a great point here. Just wait until Bitwise becomes a proud owner of OFAC sanctioned Bitcoin. If an ETF issuer publicly posts their address, people can send them unsolicited coins. And in this case, this would be coins from certain Bitcoin addresses that the U.S. government doesn't like. So this is one of the interesting things about coming out with a Bitcoin ETF, letting this Trojan horse into the system, is it really confuses things. Now the U.S. can no longer ban Bitcoin because they approved an ETF for it. And also it becomes very uh, these these designations like OFAC designations become a little bit silly in the context of a Bitcoin economy as well. Some people have pointed out if you take a look, this Bitcoin address begins with a one. This is a very old type of address. We can see here the prefix is one. This is a pay to public key hash. And this used to be a very popular type of address, uh, but it's slowly decreasing in usage over time. What I think is actually happening here, though, this is not a single SIG address where this is being stored. This is part of Coinbase's custody setup where they use MPC multi-party computation. Because they're a shipcoin company, they don't use native Bitcoin multi-sig, unfortunately. And this is a problem that so many of the Bitcoin ETFs are using Coinbase custody as their custodian where they're holding the actual Bitcoin. Now, Coinbase custody, custody, in fairness to them, has a very good history of not losing coins. In fact, I don't think they've, they've ever had a problem. But this is one problem with using a company that is a shipcoin company. And this is another problem with owning an ETF that you're trusting your Bitcoin to be held by some third party. And in this case, using using MPC, not even using uh, a, a form of native multi-sig. Pleditor makes another good point here as well. They name proof of reserves where you publish a Bitcoin address and you show how much Bitcoin you're holding is false marketing. The only thing proof of reserves proves is that assets exist in a Bitcoin wallet. It does not prove that you have access to the private keys to move the assets, nor is it proof that you aren't double pledging that same collateral to someone 
else. So for example, this Bitcoin address could be theoretically backing two different ETFs. So this is a problem and I think it's a good thing to point out. That being said, if Bitwise wanted to or if Coinbase Custody wanted to, they could sign a message using this Bitcoin address to prove that they control it, which would be quite interesting. I talk about how to sign a, uh, a Bitcoin message to prove that you control the Bitcoin, you control the private keys at a certain address. And I'll link to this in the description notes below. A lot of people like to point out, for example, that here's a problem with Bitcoin that you can see how much is in a particular address. Of course, if Bitwise hadn't told us, we wouldn't know that this is where they're holding their Bitcoin. But I think this is actually how you want your money to be built. A lot of Monero people argue that it's much better to have privacy at the base layer. I call it obscurity at the base layer, and I think it's a really bad idea for a global settlement asset. It makes it much more difficult to do an audit of the total supply to look for inflation bugs, etc. Whereas Bitcoin has transparency at the base layer with privacy built on higher layers or using tools like CoinJoin on the base layer. So this is the way to go. The UTX model, which Bitcoin uses, the account model, which Ethereum uses, is much, much worse and has even less privacy. So Bitcoin, fortunately, has been built from the ground up using the correct principles. As part of the same tweet thread, Bitwise has announced that this is just the first step in verifying reserves and increasing public transparency. Publishing on-chain addresses is a first step towards increasing public transparency. Transparency As infrastructure evolves, we hope to do more, such as working with firms like Hoseki App to provide real-time cryptographic attestations. This is Hoseki. It looks like an interesting company, actually. And if you have some Bitcoin, and for example, you want to buy a house or something like this, one of the things that they provide, I don't know if they provide it as a consumer service now, but they provide proof of funds and they can attest to another finan financial inst institution that you control a certain amount of Bitcoin. And it looks like Bitwise is planning on working with Hoseki in this way. All of this shows and is a great contrast to the gold bugs. They still think that gold is going to be the base layer of a new economy. This helps to highlight how good Bitcoin is at transparency and how bad gold is at transparency. What do we know is back in the GLD, the gold ETF? We have no idea. We just have to assume that it's safe in New York City or safe in London. They can't even publish an address. And this is the problem with building your financial system. You don't want to build it on Monero. You don't want to build it on Ethereum. And you definitely do not want to build it on shiny yellow rocks in the 21st century. I personally don't think you should buy a Bitcoin ETF. I think you should buy real Bitcoin and hold it on a hardware wallet like a Blockstream Jade or a cold card if you can. But if you absolutely need to buy a Bitcoin ETF because your money is trapped in a certain type of account that only allows you to trade stock-like instruments, I would say consider buying Bitwise's ETF, the one we've been discussing in this video. The ticker is BI. TB. I like the transparency that they're showing here. They seem to be making very good efforts, uh, best faith efforts towards the community. And as it turns out, they're going to be donating 10% of their ETF profits to Brink, to OpenSats, and to the Human Rights Foundation. Brink is a place that's supporting open source Bitcoin protocol developers. And so I think if you're going to buy a Bitcoin ETF, it might as well be BITB. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to hit that subscribe and like buttons. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when I publish my next video. And let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below. Thanks a lot for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.